0: So, I've welcomed everyone here tonight, but we just want to say a big welcome to everyone who's watching Sunday Night Local this Sunday. And you are in for a treat tonight. We've got two speakers we've got myself and the amazing Mandy Slade. So, if you do not know Mandy, it's such a shame because anyone who knows her absolutely loves her. She's filled with God's word, and tonight she's going to be speaking on dealing with opposition. So, why don't we all just give a big round of applause and in
1: Encourage man wish mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to come up to the welcome. Take this off.
2: Okay. Now.
1: <laughs> welcome everybody. Um, this is a pleasure to be here tonight to, to give uh, to say God's word. So today is uh, I'm speaking on dealing with opposition. Um, The enemy wants to disrupt, disrupt, distract, delay and destroy the work of God. Our response to this should be like David and Goliath. The enemy has no right to stand against people, God's people, and God will empower us to take the enemy down to move forward. What does opposition mean? It is something that that goes against and disagrees with something or someone else. We're going to be looking at um, 1 Samuel 17, which is the story of David and Goliath. I'm sure you all know the story of David and Goliath. Um, Let me just set the scene. I'm going to talk about Goliath to start off with. Goliath was a Philistine and he was six cubits in a span, which is nine foot and nine inches tall. Imagine some imagine coming up against somebody nine, nine foot and nine inches tall? Plus he had a bronze helmet on his head. He was armed with a coat of mail and the weight of the coat was 500 shekels of bronze. And he had bronze armor on his legs. And a bronze javelin between his shoulders and the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam. his iron spearhead, a shield-bearer would go out before him. Goliath the Philistine would be one side of the valley and the armies of Israel would be on the other side of the valley. Goliath the Philistine came out and asked why the army of Israel was lining up for battle and said, I am the Philistine and you are servants of Saul. Choose a man for yourself and let him come down to me. If he is able to fight me and kill me, we will be your servants. Goliath taunted the Israel army for 40 days, and the army and soul were dismayed and greatly afraid. We all have giants and battles in our lives to overcome. What are you facing right now? This year has been a very difficult year for all of us. Here are some of the battles you could be facing. You could be sp- facing spiritual battles. You know, these are battles that um, sometimes Satan is putting people in your lives to disrupt you and to, to distract you from different um, things that, that you've been called to do, your, your um, purpose. There's also lack of provision. As many people have lost jobs um, over this time as well. And, health and mental health problems, isolation and loneliness, loss of loved ones and lack of confidence. Someone constantly putting you down as well, uh, telling you you can't or you won't be able to achieve anything in life. Or is it your own self-talk and being critical of yourself? Nothing is ever good enough. Is it that you are finding it difficult to move on from your past, or that you are, are scared to fail? Let's not talk. Let's now talk about David. David was the youngest of six, and he would look after his dad's sheep in the fields. David's dad, Jess, asked David to up, take food to the battlefield to his three brothers, and to report back to him on how his brothers were doing. Whilst David was at the battlefield, Goliath came out and asked for someone to go and defeat him. And David was surprised by the reaction of the Israeli army and his brothers, as they were all frightened and scared of Goliath. David spoke to his brother and also some of the soldiers in the Israeli army. And he was told by his brother he had an evil heart. And you have come down to see the battle. Then David turned away. David said, who will go against the armies of the living God? Saul was told about David and David was asked to go and see Saul. David said, let no man's head fall because of him. And David said, he will go and fight Goliath. Saul and his brothers and the Israeli army said that he wouldn't be able to defeat Goliath because he was just a youth. And Goliath had a lot of experience in battles. David had already defeated a lion and a bear in protecting his sheep. And said, "Goliath was no different than him, killing one of these." David has, David had faith in God and saw what God can be. What can be achieved with having the living God with with him. David had faith in God and he knew with God he can do all things and that God gives him strength. Saul gave David armour, but David found it too heavy. So David just went as he was with a slingshot and he chose five stones from the river and went off to the valley. As David went to see Goliath, Goliath mocked him and said, How are you going to kill me? With some sticks? David got his slingshot and a stone and hit Goliath on the forehead. And Goliath fell forward and killed Goliath. Goliath fell forward and killed Goliath. David has faith in God. David knew he could do all things in Christ Jesus. Where is your faith? Is your faith in what the world tells you about you? Is your faith in the people? What people think about you? is your faith in your circumstances. My faith is in God. When we go into battle, we have the armour of God. So let's go to Ephesians 6, 11 to 18. And it says, Put put on the armour of God, for his precepts are like the splendid armour of a heavily armed soldier, so that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies of the deceit of the devil. For the struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world's forces of the present darkness, against the spiritual forces and wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete arm of God, so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger and having done anything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place fully prepared immovable victorious so stand firm and hold your ground having tightened the wide band of truth personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, righteousness, an upright heart, and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With the prayer and petition, pray with spe- specific request at all times, on every occasion, and in every season, in the spirit, and with the this in view, stay alert with all perseverance. Pre- preserv- preservance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. And I'm going to go to Isaiah 54:17, And that says, no weapon that is formed against you will succeed, and every tongue that rises against you in judgment you will condemn. This peace righteousness security and triumph over opposition in the heritage of the servants of the Lord and this is the vindication from me says the Lord and Romans 8:37. yet in all these things we are more than conquerors and gain the overwhelming victory through him who loves us so much that he died for us so we have the victory because we have Jesus in in us. We are um, the temples, Jesus' temples of the Holy Spirit in us. So, um, yes, we have the the ability to um, call on the Holy Spirit at any time within us to, to help us in any situation. So what is really important is you pray about your situation and you ask your Father God into all the situations you are facing and daily put your whole armour of God on. Like David, he had faith in God and he defeated Goliath with a stone. We have a cornerstone and that cornerstone is Jesus Christ. And with Jesus Christ in our lives, we are overcomers and more than conquerors. The enemy has been defeated. Do not allow the enemy to hold you back. Jesus has a plan and purpose for you. Keep Jesus at the centre of your life. Don't be distracted. Don't find excuses why you can't because you can. We can do all things in Christ Jesus. Jesus wants us to move forward in the plans and purposes he has for our lives. We can face our battles head on jesus is with you and will not forsake you keep moving forward friends we can do all things in christ jesus when you go home write down all the battles you are facing right now and in prayer submit and be obedient and repent of any sin and ask your father god to guide you through and give you wisdom in all areas of your life know that the Know that your Father God loves you, and your prayer has been answered, and your situation will be turned around. If we go to Ephesians 3, 17, 20. Ephesians 3, 17, 20. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith, and may you have been deeply rooted and, and secure. Purity grounded in love, be fully capable of comprehending with all the saints, God's people, the width and length and height and depth of his love, fully experiencing that amazing endless love, and that you may come to know practically through personal experience the love of Christ. Which of which was sub- suppresses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled up throughout your being to all the fullness of God so that you may have the richest experience of God's presence in your lives completely filled and flooded with God himself now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we, we dare ask or think, infinity beyond our greatest prayers, hopes or dreams, according to the power that is at work within us. Thank you. Thank you, Lord, that we have that power that we can call on at any time. That, you know, we have the Holy Spirit. Um, I just want to say that somebody here needs to know that they are loved and cherished. They are the daughter or the or son of, of a king. And they they just need to call upon um, their Father God for any situation that they're in, any help that they need. And Father God will um, help you. I thank you, Lord, for all that you're going to do in this place and for people, Lord Jesus. I thank you for that you um, are the one that we should focus on. There's a lot of things going on at the moment within the world and we need to keep our eyes focused, our ears open to everything he needs us to do and our purposes and our, our, the plans that he has for us. Just step into them. Just leave everything behind that that isn't of God. I thank you. Thank you.
0: awesome that was amazing mandy that was so rich and i wish i had sat and taken notes so i'm definitely going to be listening back to what mandy said well done mandy that was brilliant that was so good i loved so much of what um, mandy shared and just uh, so much truth obviously as she was speak- um, pe- uh, as she was speaking scripture you know and you know reminding us that we are more than conquerors in christ jesus and reminding us that we've got an armor in christ that we need to stand and put on so thank you so much mandy um Um, Obviously, me and Mandy are talking about the same topic, which is about dealing with opposition. Um, And I love when Mandy was talking about, you know, we stand trusting that if God is for us, who can be against us? Um, As Mandy said at the beginning, the enemy wants to disrupt, distract, delay and destroy the work of God. In John 10.10, it says that the thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. However, Jesus was saying, my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. And isn't that amazing? That although the enemy has a plan, God has an even greater plan for every single one of our lives. And, you know, as we were... um, Um, As Mandy was sharing about David and Goliath, it reminds me of when I was a child and when I first heard about, you know, David and Goliath. And I used to think, wow, you know, as a child, you've got a big imagination. I was thinking, wow, okay. so if I ever see a giant, I need to get a sling. I need to get a couple of stones and I'm going to be all sorted. But obviously, (laughs) David's biggest power was that he had God with him. Yes and Ephesians 6 tells us that the um tells us that we do not fight against flesh and blood so when we think about dealing with opposition, we need to look a little bit deeper. Let's not look at people and think to ourselves of how, ways, you know, we're going to beat them up and ways that God's going to destroy <laughs> our enemies and it's going to destroy that person's life. That's not what we mean when we're talking about dealing with opposition or people. We're thinking of the fact that it's a spiritual battle, that we do not fight against flesh and blood. And if we listen to these um, few verses here, in first Samuel um, chapter 17 um, from verse 10 this is when um, Goliath is talking he says I defy the armies of Israel today send me a man who will fight me when Saul and the Israelites heard this they were terrified and deeply shaken it then says in from verse 24 as soon as the Israelite army saw him and that's Goliath they began to run away in fright So we can see that when Goliath was taunting them, when he was threatening them, he was bringing fear and doubt into people's lives. So when David turned up and saw what was happening, what we've got to remember in that account of when David beat Goliath, he not only beat a physical giant, but God used a young boy to get rid of fear and bring peace back into the hearts and into the land of the people. He used a young boy to remind people that God is victorious and that no one who comes against his children will prosper. So David's battle was deeper than flesh and blood. It was also about releasing hope, about breaking fear and seeing people set free from the taunting lies of the enemy. And so when God uses us to fight battles, God wants to wants people to see the victory in our life, for people to say, well, if God can do that for that person, then surely he can do it for me. And that's why it's so powerful that we share our testimonies, that we stand in front of people, whether it's in our connect group or just talking with one another, that we stand and remind people of what God has done. Because when we do that, people begin to, faith begins to rise up, doesn't it? We begin to have more faith thinking, wow, well, what did that for you? Okay, you can definitely do it for me then. It says here um, in 1 Samuel verse 17, verse 47, sorry, chapter 17. And everyone assembled here will know that the Lord rescues his people, but not with sword and spear. This is the Lord's battle and he will give you to us. See, David was saying here that this is the Lord's battle. People will be able to see that the Lord rescues his people. So the Lord did not rescue his people with a sword and with a spear. He rescued them with his name, with the power of his name. David went in the name of the Lord. And I loved what Mandy said as well about, you know, the armour, that when um, David went to see Saul, King Saul, King Saul was like, David, come on, if you're going to fight Goliath, you need armour. So Saul puts on a whole heap of armour on David, and David can't carry it, it's too too big for him. And he says, I don't need this armour. And, it, and so it made perfect sense to anyone who was looking for David to go out in Saul's armour but that's not what David needed he needed the faith that he had in God he needed the word of God over his life he needed the name of the Lord that's what he needed as his armour and so what armour I want you guys just to think for a moment when you're thinking about battles in your life what armour are you carrying in a battle are you carrying the armour of the Lord? Or are you taking, are you putting on armour that looks like it should, that you should wear it But it's not what God's asking you to wear For example, maybe you've got people who are always talking about you Voices rising up against you And common sense would say Come on, you need to stand your case You need to tell everyone why you're right and why you're not wrong But God's saying, be still, trust me I will fight your battles for you. Maybe you've got battles with mental health, and you're constantly thinking, "What do I do? What do I do?" And maybe you wanna, you want alcohol to just numb your mind for a moment, and that might seem to most people like a perfectly normal bit of armor. Yeah, just, just drink. You know, that will drown, help you drown all your sorrows. But God say, "No, I want you to trust in my word." It's so important that when we're fighting battles in our life, we put on the right armor. Yeah. We don't need physical armour, we need God. When we're going through opposition, we need to stand in the authority that Jesus Christ has given us. We need to know who we belong to. It's so important that we know who we belong to, that we know that we are children of God. So that means we know that we don't do it in our own strength. Of course if we're fighting a battle and it was in our own strength, of course we will be defeated. If we're going through stuff and we're doing, trying to do it with our own strength, of course we won't win the battle. But as Mandy said before, we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. David was confident but he wasn't confident in himself he was confident in the name yes. of the Lord and it's so important that we, go, we don't go round you know saying oh I can fight any battle the enemy brings on me come on I can do it no our, conf- our confidence is not in ourselves whenever we're fighting a battle our confidence always has to be in the name of Jesus and what God can do yeah. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 18, um, it says, and Paul's speaking here, and he says, I pray that your hearts will be flooded with light so that you can understand the confident hope he has given to those he called. His holy people, that's talking about you, his holy people who are his rich and glorious inheritance. It says here, I also pray that you will understand the incredible greatness of God's power for us who believe Him. This is the same mighty power that raised Christ from the dead and seated Him in the place of honor at God's right hand. See, Paul was trying to remind these people that, come on, don't stand defeated. Don't stand walking around like you can't, you can't live life for God. Stand in who you are, be reminded that the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives in you. You are a person of power and authority because you belong to Jesus, who has all power and authority. In Luke chapter 10, verse 19, it says, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. And I love that thought, just being reminded that no matter what our life looks like, no matter what battles we may face, we'll be reminded of the authority that Jesus has given you, the authority to live this life, the authority to not forever feel like you can't do things, but to trust that if God is with you, who can be against you? If God is for you, who can be against you? God's put plans and purposes, he's got plans and purposes for some of you here tonight actually for all of you not some of you for every single person here God's got a plan and purpose for your life and you can do it not because there's anything good about you not because you know you gave your life to Christ at a young age or you read the Bible all the time no you can do it because Christ lives within you and he says that because you are a son or daughter of the living God I give you my authority And you know, when we walk out in someone's authority, if you go somewhere and you say, this person told me I I can come here, they'll be like, okay, you can go through because you go in someone else's name. And so when we go into any battle, we go in the name of Jesus. And I love the story of um, David and Goliath. I love it because you just think that there was this little boy and a big giant. A little boy and a big giant. But do you know what it shows me? That David was a giant spiritually. He was a giant in his faith. I always used to read um, that account and think, how did David not freak out? Like, how did he not freak out? This little boy, he's meant to be going to check on his brothers and everybody around him is full of fear. Even the king was completely full of fear, yet David did not freak out. And so how do we not freak out when sickness comes knocking at our door? How do we not freak out when battles come into our life that we did not expect? You see, there was something key about David. I'm just going to begin to close now. There's something so key about David. He remembered the battles that God had already won in his life. He remembered the battles. And that's exactly what we need to do. What battles has God already won in your life? Look at your life. Look at how far he has brought you. Look at the things he's done in your life. He will not bring you this far to leave you. Our God is a God that finishes what he starts and he will finish what he started over your life. So anytime any doubt comes knocking on your door telling you, what are we going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do. My life's a mess. I I just can't cope with this battle. Begin to remember everything God's done in your life. He's done the greatest miracle in your life because once you was in darkness and he brought you into his marvellous light. There was a time when you were so far away of from God, you were full of sin, and he brought you into his light. He freed you from every chain of darkness. If God can do that in your life, I'm sure he can do anything else. And then, as I said before, if you're still doubting when battles are raging in your life, find someone who's gone through the same battle as you. Find someone who's gone through something that you may now be going through, and let them encourage you. Let them. Stir up faith in your heart. Let them stir up faith as you, as you begin to remember, okay, God, I do remember the things you've done for me. I do remember what you've done for this person and that person. So, God, I trust that as I stand in the battle, I trust that you will fight my battle for me. So I just want to encourage you guys tonight, whatever battle you're facing, take a stand. Put on the full armour of God and I don't have time to even go into the armour of God tonight but put on the full armour of God. Take a stand in God's authority, in Christ's authority and remember who you are. You are a child of God and because of that, the battle is already won. So come on, let's just pray tonight before we close. Father, we just want to thank you for your goodness, Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, that you are victorious, Lord. I thank you that every battle, Lord God, that you've already won. You've already won it, Father. So we stand in a place of victory. And so, Father, I just pray tonight for anyone who's maybe facing a battle in their life, whatever that may be. I thank you, Lord, that you go before them, that, Father God, you pour courage into their heart, Lord. You pour, you pour faith into their lives and you remind them that no matter where they go, you'll always be walking with them, that you'll never leave them or forsake them. Mm. In Jesus' name,
2: yeah. amen. Amen. Thank you. Thanks for listening, guys. Superb. Really excellent. Thank you, Paula. Thank you, Mandy, as well. Um, Really appreciate you guys uh, putting the time in that you have to to study the Word and to bring us um, uh, those messages tonight. And um, I think it's very clear, isn't it, what has been said tonight? The battle is the Lord's. The battle is the Lord's, and um, and actually, there's lots of stuff that goes on in life, isn't there? Lots of things, situations we find ourselves in where um, we have the choice: we either fight in the human way or we fight God's way, and uh, and it's always better to choose to fight God's way. Um, isn't it amazing that when you fight God's way, uh, rather than um, shouting and getting mad, uh, which you think might achieve something, um, actually, sometimes being quiet and humble is much more productive because then it gives God the chance to, to step in, doesn't it, and, and get involved. Um, you know, rather than get going to a spreadsheet and working it all out, which uh, isn't a bad thing actually, you know, budgeting and, and everything is quite important, uh, but sometimes you just have to trust God and say, God, uh, I've done the spreadsheet. And it doesn't quite work, but you are Lord. And then God steps in and does the rest. And I think that's what it is, isn't it? It's about taking God's hand, just like David did, um, and doing things God's way. So thank you, both of you, for sharing tonight. Thank you for joining us live online and also in person. Um, Before we go, I just want to remind you that our desire is to see 100% of our church family in a connect group. And I don't actually know how many of you here in person, looking at me right now, are in a connect group or not. I don't know whether you're smiling at me or frowning, I don't know. Um, But all I want to say is if you're not in a connect group, which is our small groups that we run every week, we'd love you to be in one. So please do um, join a connect group and most of them are running online at the moment. That goes for you too. Those who are watching live online, you thought you could get away with it? Well, the fact that you're watching live online, good on you. And the fact that you're here tonight, good on you. Um, Just want to encourage you, let's keep the pace up. Let's keep pushing forward. Um, you know, it's easy after nearly a year of various lockdowns and and, uh, going through these troubled times to uh, become lethargic and to slow down and to step back but we just want to keep encouraging you Church, let's keep running the race let's keep pushing on let's keep taking hold of what God has got for us because even in these strange times God is working, amen? God is working behind the scenes and I want us to just burst forth from um, this lockdown when things start to open up. I want us to just take new ground like we've never done before. I want us to smash down every bit of opposition that comes against us um, to see the house of God, both individually and corporately, built, built, built God's going to do some big stuff this year we believe that with all of our hearts so again thank you Pastor Andy for your message this morning you know that really is the key let's just be filled with the Holy Spirit let's be um, I I like that um, Pastor Andy's been asked uh, You know, what sort of Christian are you are you a spirit filled Christian I didn't know there was another sort let's be spirit filled Christians let's be people who are just taking every bit of what God's got for us Let's be people who are drinking of those living waters on a daily basis. Amen? Amen. Wonderful. So uh, we're finishing now.